you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Susan. And I have, as usual, another very interesting guest who's here to spend some time with us. And his name is Michael Dorfman. Um, he has a really interesting background. He, uh, he's, he actually was born in Brooklyn, and now he lives in Mexico. So I will, I will let Michael um, explain how he ended up from one to the other and what he is doing right now to okay. talk about health. Yeah, go ahead. Good. Thank you, Susan, and uh, it's really a pleasure to be on this uh, podcast. I was looking forward to it for uh, a while now, and uh, thank you. Here's my opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was born uh, in 1942 in Brooklyn, New York, and I was uh, I was checking last week, and I just noticed that. I was born one month after the uh, the invasion, the Japanese invaded Pearl Harbor. Oh. So I go back uh, uh, a bit. Actually, this year I celebrated uh, in January my my 80th birthday. Oh, congratulations! So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I just was thinking back uh, just a little bit. I, uh, I'm. I was uh, at that time, you know, during the uh, the 40s and the early 50s, mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. you know, most of the kids, uh, you know, we just played outside. We had so much fun because we didn't even have our first television until uh, 1952. So mm -hmm. I was about 10 years old. And there were, then it was like two or three programs. But the, so we, most of our the entertainment we had was uh, on radio. But uh, I, I, you know, I, I played football. I was a big boy then, even though I wasn't tall. I uh, played mm -hmm. high school football, and oh. I had, and I had, uh, I had actually four scholarships to play it uh, in college wow. level. But I was too small for that. So when I started, I took one of the scholarships actually, the University mm -hmm. of Bridgeport. But oh. once I once I saw the size of these guys, I quit the <laughs> team. <laughs> I, I quit the team. But yeah. I was. I was uh, born into a family of butchers. My father was a butcher. My uh, brother was a butcher. And I had two uncles that were butchers and a cousin oh that God. was a butcher. So we had meat and yeah. dairy uh, at least once a day. And we would have all kinds of meat. We had, uh, I mean, all kinds of organs. We had the spleen and the pancreas mm. and, mm -hmm. and the lungs and... Uh, mm -hmm. And even the belly button, and oh, we even had, we even ate brains. My, my oh mother yeah, would, my mother liked brains. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> so yeah. we, my mother would you know make brain salad every once in a while, and yeah. uh, 
So that's the way it was. But, you know, at that time, you grow up and uh, you don't really, you know, question what your mom puts on your yeah. table. So you just eat it. And mm -hmm. uh, fortunately, I grew up, uh, you know, pretty healthy. And mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have uh, very many uh, high, uh, processed foods at that time. Processed mm -hmm. foods came in a uh, later time. Mm -hmm. But I right. went to college. I went to the university. Uh, I went to Brooklyn, and then I did two years postgraduate at the mm. uh, Queens College in psychology. Uh -huh. Wow! And uh, I was about to begin uh, working, uh, but it was that during that summer I decided, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a trip to Mexico. And I mm -hmm. got on. I actually I came down to Mexico uh, in a motorcycle. From New York, I went up through Canada and came down through, uh, the I think it was Toronto and all the way down wow. to Mexico. So I came down and uh, I met my my wife, who uh -huh. was Mex my Mexican, and mm -hmm. everything changed in my life. <laughs> yeah, I would say. <laughs> Absolutely. And we ended up, you know, we have two... Uh, Two sons. One is uh -huh. living in uh, California uh, near Sacramento. They both have families. And the other one lives close by here. And as I mentioned to you, yeah. uh, one feels more American. The other one feels more Mexican. So <laughs> that's the way, it, you know, it worked out. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then I'm here. So I've been living uh, more than 40 years in Mexico. Lived uh, 30 years in Cancun and then moved uh -huh. here where I li we live now. In mm. San Miguel de Allende, which is a beautiful colonial town in central Mexico. Wow, sounds sounds wonderful. It sounds wonderful. So I was reading in your in your bio that um, you have a you have a growing or or you had a growing interest in Eastern philosophy. So is that what you did? You spend a lot of time and which kind? Because there's so many different kinds of well Eastern. Uh, the Eastern philosophy, because I, I get from your bio that that kind of influenced the direction oh, that you went. Yes. Yeah, it was in uh, because I ate meat and dairy almost, right. uh, you know, the first uh -huh. uh, 20, 25 years of my life. And uh -huh. in 1976, I became interested in uh, Oriental uh, philosophies, uh, uh -huh. Eastern philosophy and religion. So I got into Zen and uh, mm. Buddhism, right. and one of the things is that the that's on that side of the world there's a lot of uh, a lot vegetarians. So I decided in 1976. Actually, we both, my my wife and I, we decided ah, in 1976 that uh, we're going to become vegetarians, mm -hmm. and that and that's what we did. And uh, this went on for about thirty over thirty years. Mm -hmm. And I had, uh, <clears throat> I felt pretty good, except that I, I did get sick a couple of times a year uh, with uh, flu-like symptoms. I would get congestion mm -hmm. and sore throat and fever. And it was every year. It was oh, at least once. And I also had, which I had like most of my life, I had, I got arrhythmias, uh, you know. in the, oh, uh, uh -huh. And I, I, it's, yeah. sometimes it really scared me. And, I bet. Uh, you know, and sometimes it got worse. I would uh -huh. sometimes many, many times during the day. So I didn't know what was going on. And that was, you know, worrying me. And my brother, who was uh, living in New York, he still actually still is living in New York. Mm -hmm. He uh, 
he was telling me that maybe, uh, you know, I would feel better and I'd be able to get over these, uh, you know, mm -hmm. these issues, these health issues, if I gave up dairy because I was a vegetarian. Uh, okay. But for me, it was so hard, uh, yeah. you know, just thinking about it because I just love the cheese, the pizza. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I, and I know that for a lot of people, it's harder to give up uh, dairy than it is it is even meat. So I wasn't going to, you know, I said, well, mm. I don't know. I'll think about it. But then he told me to read the book, uh, The China Study, which was oh. by uh, Dr. T. Colin Campbell. Mm -hmm. And I read it and uh, it was, I mean, it just made me see clearly why it was worth giving it a try to mm -hmm. give up dairy. And I, and I did. So, mm -hmm. uh, and that was 14 years ago. So, you know, my yeah. wife and I, and even my son and their families are basically, uh, uh, eating uh, plant-based, whole plant-based foods, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, and it's important to you know just to you know stress that you know ve you can be a vegan and still not eat very well. You, oh yeah, I mean, you could eat you know you can live on potato chips and Coca Cola uh -huh. and donuts, yeah, and, and cake, and cake, and you know you're a Pie vegan. Whatever, it's not much yeah. better than no. eating anything, you know, especially you mm -hmm. start eating a lot of the highly processed, uh, you yeah. know, junk, junk foods. Yeah. So anyway, so I, it was, you know, I wanted to mention that. So this uh -huh. uh, that was yeah. 14 years ago. And for me, uh, doing that was very important because I started I, all those issues I had just completely yep. went away. Yep. And I, you know, and that was that was proof that, you know, was working for me. So, mm -hmm. but what, you know, that was for myself, but what made the, things turn around for me and make it important for me to really, uh, you know, talk, wanted to give this information to other people mm. was this uh, an incident that happened in while we were living in Cancun. Mm -hmm. uh, and no, it wasn't, we were living here, but this friend of ours was living uh, on the island of Cozumel which is uh -huh. off of, uh, uh, in the Caribbean uh -huh. and uh, a very good friend of ours. And she suffered uh, a heart attack. And then she oh. went to a, a hospital in Merida, which is on the mm -hmm. Yucatan Peninsula. And she had uh, uh, quadruple bypass heart surgery. Oh my God. Uh -huh. And she was in such bad shape. She even had a heart attack while she had the surgery. <gasps> oh my and God. She had an enlarged heart. And well, anyway, oh. she went through it and, yeah. and, and it was uh, successful surgery. And they told her, okay, go home. And she went home. A year later, she started feeling pain in her, uh, I guess it was her right arm. Uh -oh. And uh, the doctors told her that she had to come back to the hospital to get checked out. She went back and they wanted to put the, because she was at her artery. Well, the one that replaced the, uh, the vein that uh, was mm -hmm. now the connected to her heart was too narrow uh, for the stent because they wanted to put a stent in. Yeah. And they said they couldn't do it. And they oh. told her they would, there was nothing they could, they could do. And they sent oh her home. God. And <gasps> they told her that they, she shouldn't uh, exert herself or do exercises oh, no. or climb stairs, even though her bedroom was on the, on the second floor. Uh -huh. What they didn't tell her, though, was that, and they told this to my, my wife, mm -hmm. and they told this uh, also to her son, that uh, she had uh, about six months to live. Oh, my God. And they never told her that. 
And I was, I had already started the uh, plant-based uh, mm. diet mm. and uh, I had been reading on it and how, you know, there were doctors uh, who were having success in turning around heart problems with diet. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, yep. and I told her about it and I, I actually uh, recommended the, the book by uh, Caldwell Esselstyn, How to Prevent oh, okay. and Reverse Heart Disease, which was actually oh. the book that uh, uh, Cl- uh, President Clinton uh, uh-huh. read that put him on a plant-based uh, diet. Okay. So anyway, okay. she read it and mm-hmm. she, she said, okay. And she decided that she was going to, you know, make the jump and uh-huh. do it. Uh-huh. So instead of living six months, she lived uh, close to nine years. Wow. And this to me was uh, amazing, you know, because... Mm-hmm. You know, how is it possible? You know, I know that doctors, they, you know, the immediate thing is bypass surgery and then you eventually mm. put the stents in. Mm. But, you know, they don't talk about this. How is it possible no. that they don't suggest these options, you know, this option? Yeah. And I know one of the reasons is they never really were trained to do that. That's right. No one told them. It's one of those. Well, no one told them. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, in yeah. universities and in, in uh Medical schools, there's very, very little uh, nutrition being taught. Yes, so anyway, even, so this had a yeah. big end. This had a big a- impact on me, uh-huh. and uh, and then I started thinking, well, if this is true uh, about heart disease and diet, what about other uh, chronic diseases? And it comes For out sure. a lot of. Uh, there's been a lot of success with you know type two diabetes, with obesity, mm-hmm. with the high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so. I just saw her and uh, it really, uh, a light went off, you know, that uh, yeah. this, is a, this is a difficult situation. You know? Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. I mean, I know, I know just for myself that many years ago, oh my God, I don't even remember, 20 maybe, 20 years ago, I was just so tired all the time. You know, and I just felt horrible. And I I actually went to an allergist because my whole family has allergies. So I was like, okay, that's the first place I went to. And he did, he had me, um, he did a, um, oh, what's it called? A challenge diet. Are you familiar with that? Uh, no, I am not. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Challenge diet is where you figure out, you try and figure out what you're allergic to. So you start out eating about three items. And then you add one at a time for a couple of days. Okay. I Yeah, I know what that is. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. And so I did that and it turned out I was allergic to, um, to cow's milk and to um, wheat. And as soon as I stopped eating both of those, I felt fine. And my allergist, bless his heart, said to me, I, there's nothing else I can do for you. I'm not giving you shots or any of that kind of stuff. Just stop eating it and have a good life. <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I it's just um that was like the luckiest thing in my life, I think, you know. Because yeah. my mother had had shot used to go in for shots every week and my bro- a couple of my brothers and you know, and I was just and and he was like, "No, nah, it's not going to help you. You just need to stop eating them." And yeah, and a lot was, of people are right. lac- uh, lactose intolerant that they don't yes. even know so they oh, suffer yeah. and they have a bloating, you know, stomach right. and That's problems right. with it, you know, but they don't, they don't realize it. 
that uh, you know they're missing yeah. the enzyme they need right. to digest, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh no, exactly, exactly. But I was actually allergic to it. I have I have a lot of other symptoms when I uh, when I eat because every once in a while I cheat and I'll have some regular cheese. I eat, I'm fine with goat milk. Uh-huh. I'm fine with sheep's milk. Interesting. Just can't do and and beef does not agree with me either. So anything from a cow, even even organic milk and beef. So, you know, what can I say? You know, it's it's easy now. <laughs> yeah, once you <laughs> make the decision, it's easy. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I as I say, I don't, other than cheese, occasionally I have some chicken, but that's, and fish. I like I like fish, salmon. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, <laughs> you know, if I was if I was really good, I'd give all that up too. But I'm not, so I don't. <laughs> but enough about me. Okay, right. let's get back to talking about you. So, so you became a vegan, and your wife became a vegan, and your kids and your grandkids are all vegan, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and life is good. Yeah. I just, uh, look, I, you know, I'm 80 years old yeah. and, uh, I'm just, I just, you know, the me, the, it's very important as people, you know, they start getting older that, uh, you really want to enjoy yeah. your later years okay. and I'm in my later years. And yet I don't feel like I'm in my, my later years. I feel, uh, I feel as I think as healthy as I ever been, ever been. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, considering my age, uh-huh. uh, I just, you know, I don't have any uh, chronic diseases, and you uh-huh. know, everybody has some issues here and there, and you just have to pay attention. But I really trust my body. I think it's really important that uh, you know we take on the responsibility uh, of our own health. Mm-hmm. And that's not trust them, you know, uh, you know, sometimes it's important you go to see a doctor for, you know, whatever problem you have. But I think more and more we need to take control of our own uh, body because, you know, the the doctors, I, I mean, this is the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Doctors, mm-hmm. Uh, their yeah. number one, their go to uh, remedy is our drugs, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. Oh, and yeah. that's, you know, and that's Make why. That yeah, and that's why you know, especially the U.S. and they're just we're in a we're in a drug society, and yeah. you know people on there you know losing weight and uh, antidepressants. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's terrible, and uh, and that's the way we've become. You know, over the years, you know, when when the, the pharmaceutical industry just became a uh, multi-billion-dollar industry, and it's interesting because. There are only two countries that allow uh, uh, pharmaceutical products to be advertised on TV: in the United States and New Zealand. Really, New Zealand? Really? That's surprising. That's, uh, that's surprising. That's very surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Here in Mexico, we really you can it doesn't yeah. happen. So here you have it. You're you. They they try to sell you. You watch TV and they're selling you the junk oh my food God, yeah. and yes. to make you sick. And then the drugs are advertised That's to make right. you better. And then you get the side effects of so many drugs. And then you have to take another drug for the side effects. 
So to me, it's been like, no, we really have to take take responsibility and pay pay attention uh, to our own bodies. And for me, it's, you know, our body isn't, you know, to me, the the greatest gift, Mm -hmm. I I think the greatest gift, I don't even know if you can doubt it, is the gift of life. Mm-hmm. which without the gift of yeah. life, we wouldn't, there would be nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. and then I'm saying, okay, well, if the gift of life is the greatest gift, what about the body? And I'm just thinking, I thought, yeah. you know, about it and say the body without the body, where would the, where would life live? There, there wouldn't be any, there wouldn't be any, it's inside no. of us. And, and yeah. then it goes back to the, you know, so that means that if, if we really, uh, see the the preciousness of life and and take you know, really want to enjoy it then mm-hmm. we need to or i hope we we see the value mm-hmm. of taking care of the place that that yeah. houses the life and that's why i've always looked at it so to me it's like i want to live as long as i can yeah i don't know how long you know it'll be, it'll be great to live to 100 but yeah. i don't know how long i'm going to live but as for as long as i live I want to be as healthy as I can because uh-huh. there's so much to enjoy once you, yeah. yeah, it's so much to enjoy. And then the opportunity to, uh, you know, that's another thing about getting older is mm-hmm. that you, you know, maybe the, the physical attributes, you know, start mm-hmm. leaving and you can't do the same things, but we have something that they don't ha- you don't have when you're younger. And that is wisdom, the wisdom mm-hmm. of experiences the wisdom of understanding and uh, of knowing, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. things that you don't, you don't have that because as a y- young yeah. person, you haven't reached the age of being older. So, yeah. and the problem is that in, uh, you know, in Western societies in the U S mm-hmm. once you get older, you start getting older. Oh, you're over the hill. Uh, you, you know, you're yes. not worth anything. And, and you stop yeah. believing that. And then yeah. people, you know, you put, you know, go to homes or, or whatever. But there's something that we can we we can really enjoy these later years and tap into, you know, some yeah. of the wisdom we have. Things we yeah. maybe, you know, enjoyed all our life. And now mm-hmm. maybe we're not working as much. We don't have to work. So right. now we can enjoy some of the gifts we have. And yes. once you do that, and that's what I, I've done. I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've been, I started right. I used to write when I was young. I used to uh-huh. write poetry. And now uh-huh. I'm writing, uh-huh. you know, I wrote my book, I uh-huh. finished my, my ebook and, uh, and I'm doing these, the podcasts with a lot of enjoyment uh-huh. and, and, yeah. you know, compa- you know, and passion. And uh-huh. so we can all do that, it, but it's very important. We got to be healthy <laughs> because yeah, you don't want to end huh? up, you know, it's like by the time you reach 70, unfortunately people on a, uh, you know, standard American diet where it's, you know, big focus on, you know, uh, fat and meat and, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not, you know, not, not, you know, not, uh, not focusing on plant foods. And then, uh, you end up with the standard American diet and the standard American diet, which is based on meat and, and dairy yeah. and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and fatty sugar. foods and also sugars and, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Not uh, to mention highly chemicals. processed foods. And then you end up at the end of, uh, 70% of the people who are in their seventies have already, uh, a, uh, chronic disease. And then that yeah. starts it all off. And though, you know what they, they say though, they, 
some people say, I guess maybe doctors do. Oh, chronic disease. It's just a natural part of aging. I mean, you have to die. Yes, 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 exactly. And, and the latter part is true, but that doesn't mean you have to die from one of those things. Exactly. There's something you you can do about it. it. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. If I just wear it out, not a problem, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And you can, you just, you know, you take care of yourself and, Mm -hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. so you could really enjoy, you know, later life. And that's what, oh, yeah. that's what's so important. And then when you're really enjoying it, then all of a sudden it's, uh, well, the years don't matter that much. And, uh, and I, I feel even proud sometimes to say, how well, you know, because I know I'm enjoying, I'm, uh-huh. I'm looking good and I'm, I'm yeah. feeling energy. And, uh-huh. uh, I don't mind saying, oh, yeah, I'm 80 years old. And yeah. most people are surprised. That, uh, you know, I have this energy and I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just enjoying doing the podcast and just, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, educating or informing yep. people on what I've, you know, what's helped me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. You know, I mean, that's, that's why I've been doing this podcast for, you know, three and a half years. Wow. Three and a just, half years. Wow. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's so interesting. It's so interesting, you know, getting to meet people like you and and other people who are in some, maybe just one kind of a specialty or something, or they're doing, you know, they've they've come up with something else, or, you know, there's just so many different people doing so many different things. Um, and, And I just love talking to people and hearing their stories and, and, you know, learning from what they're doing in their lives. Um, you know, I mean, myself, I'm 67. So, I mean, I'm, I'm getting to the point where people are starting, you know, just like you were saying, oh, well, you know, you know, you, you've made it so far and da, 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 da. It's like, no, 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 I, I'm, thank you very much. I, I plan on being around for a while. <laughs> right. Assume, assuming the earth doesn't blow up or something, that's a whole out of my control. So, <laughs> Yeah. Or sometimes they say, if you go to a a doctor and uh, Mm. they'll say, oh, that's okay. It's okay. It's your age. You know, so yes, accept it. (laughs) And it's like, no, I'm not going to accept. I'm going to see if I can get rid of this, whatever I don't want. And if I can't, I can't, but uh, I'm going to look for different options, you know? Oh, no, I agree. I agree. You know, the little, I get, any issues that I have are just little, little things, you know, like I went for too long of a walk or, <laughs> you know, things like, things like that, or my shoes started to hurt, you know, uh-huh. it's, um, I don't, I'm, I'm like you, I don't, there's, I have no medications or, or anything, you know, I take a lot of vitamins, but that's about it. Okay. It's yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. So, um, yeah, so, so we have a little bit of time left. Why don't we talk about, there was something else on here that I thought, well, number one, why don't we talk a little bit uh, about your first book? Cause that kind of goes along with what we're talking, what we've been talking about, right? You're vegan. Okay. So can I show the book then? Yes, please. Okay. This is the book. You see it. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. The thriving vegan. Hold it just up a little bit. We can see it, but just, there you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. So I wrote this book. I wrote Uh this book in 2019. That Uh was, uh, 
I guess it was about a half a year before the uh, pandemic hit. Uh, and it's it's called the the thriving vegan: How to mm-hmm. discover the foods your body loves. And I uh-huh. I get into uh, a lot of different topics. It's I think uh-huh. it's an easy to read book. It has a lot of pictures in there, and uh, <laughs> is uh, yeah, I really in, enjoy doing it. And now uh-huh. I'm actually working on my I'm trying to get another book finished by the end of the year. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I did. Uh, my ebook, which I uh, I'd like to offer anyone who is interested, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, who's listening, uh, mm-hmm. your podcast uh, audience, mm-hmm. uh, all they would have to do is send me a uh, their an email. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Should I give you my email? Uh, I'm sure you can do that. Otherwise, I'll I'll put it. Um, I think you gave it to me, and I'll put it in the show notes if people okay. want to get in touch with you. Okay, anyone? So it's a 46-page ebook, and I finished mm-hmm. it recently. Mm-hmm. And I get, uh, you know, into the different topics, and I actually go back, which is very interesting. You know, I mm-hmm. go back, and I talk about how did the drug, uh, how did us becoming a pharmaceutical drug society mm-hmm. begin? Mm-hmm. And it goes back and the end of the 19th century, and I don't even know how many people know about it, but mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, d- before the, ni- uh, the 1900s, mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, most of the, uh, of the treatments and the medicine w- was holistic. Mm-hmm. We had uh, homeopathy, naturopathy, mm-hmm. osteopathy, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, indigenous uh-huh. herbal medicines. And that's what the universities were, the medical schools. That's what they uh-huh. taught. And oh, that wow. was accepted okay. because there were no drugs. Right. The only oh, ones yeah. were the, the herbal, okay. the only were the herbal medicines, but yeah. there were no, the, there was no laboratory produced drugs. Mm-hmm. So what happened at the end of the, uh, what started out at the end of the 20th century, uh, mm-hmm. we all know of, uh, Louis Pasteur. Louis Pasteur, well, he was one behind pasteurization, and he did create vaccines for anthrax and rabies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he also wrote the book on uh, on germ theory, okay. and uh-huh. uh, that you know most of the uh, the sicknesses that we get is from germs. Right. And at this, and at the same time as the, he lived, there was a a, a friend of his. Uh, who was uh, Antoine Bechamp. Mm-hmm. And Antoine Bechamp, he came up around the same time as with the terrain theory of disease. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're familiar, but the terrain theory of disease is like, and he gave an example of it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if you have a, a garbage dump and oh, there's, uh, okay. uh, you know, flies all around the garbage dump and that's what they do. So ha- so you have the flies, and you say, well, I'm going to get rid of the flies. So you take a can of Raid, or whatever the insecticide is, and you spray it, and you kill the flies. Mm-hmm. And that's nor- you know, that's the way it works. But when you leave and you mm-hmm. come back, you, the flies are back again. Yep. So you yep. have to spray, and you have to keep spraying. And he said, there's another way. The option is get rid of the garbage, yeah. and then you won't have any more flies. And that was the uh-huh. whole basis of taking care of your own body, of, okay. of, of being healthy. So you, uh-huh. you, if you are healthy, you, you know, your body will be able to, you know, your immune system will be able right. to deal with, with, the, with the germs and the flies mm-hmm. or, you know, the pathogens. 
-hmm. So what happened is the question is, you know, have you ever heard of Antoine Bichamp? Nobody's heard, almost nobody's heard of it. Actually, I have heard the name. I didn't know anything about him, but yeah, I have heard the name. So Uh they accepted the germ theory of disease. And then at the beginning of the uh, 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 20th century Mm -hmm. is when oil, uh, Rockefeller, I don't know if you heard this, Rockefeller was, Mm -hmm. uh, he was the oil magnate, of course, you know, with standard oil. But then they found out that you can create uh, pharmaceutical uh, phyto, uh, pharmaceutical drugs uh-huh. in uh, they're called petrochemicals out of uh-huh. oil, and that started uh-huh. the uh, the drug. Huh. Uh, and what they did is that there was a big competition, and he got together with Andrew uh, Carnegie, who was the uh-huh. steel magnate, mm-hmm. and they uh, together they had all the money in the world, of course, oh, and yeah. they, they saw this potential in in drugs. And they uh, they started uh, putting down the holistic uh, medicine that was uh, used before, and donating money and creating universities yeah, that would yeah, only that teach right. what they wanted you to teach. And that was the end of all. Uh-huh. Well, at that time in the in the twentieth century, uh-huh. it was alternative medicine was the medicine and then once the you know drugs came in and the pharmaceutical drugs came in mm-hmm. then uh the alternative medicine was pushed into the background and they were yeah. even threatened you know if they continued and they weren't funded and then uh-huh. universities came and they just uh, continued and that's where we got to the yeah. point where the pharmaceutical industry became one of the most powerful industries in the world oh yeah 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 if if yeah I was gonna say, I'm I'm sure it's it's competing for the most powerful, yeah. probably with some other companies that were well not with the oil companies, or whatever. yeah, yeah, and the armament companies, yeah, for sure. So yeah, wow. it's an interesting story, but how yeah. we became where we are. But I think it's time to, you know, things aren't getting better in in the you know in the U.S. It's like we're not a healthy country. You know, look at what's happening. You know, type two diabetes was Mm -hmm. uh, it was originally called adult onset diabetes. You never heard of a child getting diabetes. Now it's they changed the name to type two diabetes. And it's, you know, kids, young kids, Mm -hmm. uh, toddlers are getting already uh, symptoms, you know, so we got to do something about it. And I think it is we have to. My opinion is we need to start taking uh, our health into our own hands mm. and maybe become our own doctors, you know, in mm. a way, not, you know, yeah. not within the degrees, but there's uh-huh. things that uh, yeah. you know, we need to yeah. do. And uh, Well, and, and our, our diets, our food, I mean, exactly. that's, that's the best place to start because there's, there's so much of it is grown with all these chemicals. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, if you just, even if you, even if you don't go vegan, if you at least go organic, then right. you, you're cleaning up at least half of your diet right then and there, you know. Um, and then you and now there's a big that. now there's a big movement to grow your own. We have a beautiful garden yeah. in our backyard, mm-hmm. which my wife takes care of more than I uh-huh. do. But we uh-huh. have we're planting lettuce and tomatoes uh, and kale okay. and uh, and yeah. all kinds of chard. And so we're starting to eat more and more out of that. Uh-huh. And we know that it, that's organic, you know, mm-hmm. because we're doing yeah. it ourselves. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. The, yeah, the thing is to try, yeah. you know, to, to do that. And also to live a, a life where you have, 
you know, it's, it's lifestyle, you know, getting out and exercising and, and also uh, dealing with the mind and the heart and, Mm -hmm. you know, either through Mm -hmm. meditation, you know, because stress is so intense right now, what's happening around the world and we have to learn to deal with it. And that's really important to be healthy. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, being healthy is the, is the base of dealing with stress because if your body's reacting to what you're eating, then you're not going to be able to handle anything else that comes. Exactly. That comes up. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I buy, I buy most of our fruits and vegetables and all of that from a farmer's market. That's just, you know, twice a week down the street. Right. So well, that's um, good. Yeah. Well, I'm lucky in that way. I live in an area that is very health oriented, very organic oriented. There's a lot of support for all of that, you know, even a lot of restaurants that are all organic. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, another thing I wanted to mention is really, mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's it's important that, you know, most people who go on diets, Mm-hmm. They go on diets to lose weight. That's like the big thing. It's so it's been the big thing for decades, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it's really got to change because we need to go on diets, not you know, for our health. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. what happens if you just go to lose weight? So many. If you go to Wikipedia, you'll find a list of over a hundred different diets there because oh people go from one diet to another because uh, it's yeah. not it's not sustainable. So they will lose weight. They'll go on the Atkins diet or the South Beach diet or, you know, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and they'll go on it. They'll lose the weight in, you know, a month. And then they go back the way because you can, it's hard to sustain it because their yeah. diets, if their diets are not healthy, uh, they can't be sustained because you, your body requires nutrition. Yes. And, uh, huh. you know, so for real, me, real calories. Yeah. Yeah. Real calories. For me, that's <laughs> why eating more plants substituting uh-huh. more plants for, you know, uh, animal-based foods mm-hmm. is going to give you better nutrition. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you don't go full, you know, you yeah. know, plant-based, but if you can just change a little bit, you know, it'll, yeah. you'll start feeling, you know, better. And also, which we can, we don't have time to get into uh-huh. is how it affects the, cl- uh, our, you know, oh, climate change. And what we're yeah. doing to the planet, you know, the climate Absolutely. change. Absolutely. But that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it does. No, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's even more depressing, but yeah. <laughs> right. um, yeah. Well, the, and the other thing too, I think in, in what you're saying is that what people don't understand is that if you start eating for your health, you will lose weight. Uh, exactly. I'm guaranteed. glad you mentioned it. Guar- guaranteed. Yeah, and you sustainable. Know. Yes. Because you're gonna, you're looking, you want to be healthy, so you're gonna continue. That's right. To want to be healthy, right. and you're you gonna be feel healthy. better. You're gonna look better. You know, it's just, yeah, it, it's right. It's just so obvious, but a lot of people don't see it. Well, one by one, you know, it's like, if you know, your listeners here, if one person says, hey, you know what, you know, maybe it's worth it, you know, one by one, you you can't, you know, I can't, you can't expect much, but each person that changes is, is a person that's going to, you know, is going to be healthier. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So that, that sounds like a, a good place to kind of wrap this up. Do you want to show your book one more time? And yeah, again, I'll, I'll put the uh, I'll put an Amazon link in the. There you go. The Thriving Vegan. Okay, move it towards your uh, 
that that way i guess my my towards back, your left i think my left towards your left there you go okay perfect good the thriving vegan okay and also i just wanted to mention to uh -huh. my e my ebook uh -huh. that uh my ebook is uh the the nutrition lifestyle and covid connection Mm -hmm. So I include a lot, I talk about this history of drugs and other things, uh, mm -hmm. the importance of uh, having, you know, living in harmony with the planet and ourselves. I get into mm -hmm. the microbiome, which is an extremely uh, incredible yes. topic. Mm -hmm. So if anybody was interested, they could just send me their, their email. Yes. Yes. Well, send absolutely. me, well, reply yeah. to send right. me an reply. email. Send you an email. Yes. All yes. Right. Yes, expressing their interest in it. Right. And I will put the name and the uh, the email address in in the uh, show notes for them. So it'll be an easy place to find it. Okay. Okay. And um, so let me uh, wrap this up as I usually do, which is that um, neither of us are medical professionals. And this is not to be seen as medical advice. Um, although it will help you, but that's a whole nother issue. Mm -hmm. And um, if you are having any sort of medical problems, please talk to whoever your doctor is. And if it's an emergency, um, you know, go to the emergency room. They are good for that. So with that being said, um, thank you, Michael, for coming on. It's, uh, it's been a real pleasure and I've really enjoyed talking with you. Well, thank you, Susan. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed doing it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I will say, as I usually do, that I will be talking to everybody next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.